Welcome to the Fashionista Life, where we talk about fashion, interior design, parenting, and everything that encompasses the lifestyle of a fashionista. You can't help but smile with our host, Jennifer Johnson, a true fashionista and lifestyle expert, coming to you live from Naples, Florida. Hi, friends, and thanks for listening to the Fashionista Life brought to you by True Fashionistas, where you can sell, shop, and look fabulous. I am your host, Jennifer Johnson, and today we welcome into the studio Elizabeth, or we're going to call you Liz today. How's that? Perfect. Of Valdez, and she is a Navy veteran, and I want to say thank you for your service to our country. Thank you. Before we move forward with anything else, because I think that's so important. And you're an innovative thinker. You're a leader who intentionally creates opportunities and you find ways to serve your community. I have chills because I think that's so cool. Well, thank you. I think it's amazing. So I want you to tell us about yourself and I know tacos are involved. Yes. (laughs) So I've heard. Anytime you're with me, tacos are involved. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So let's dish about you. Okay. Um, Married mom of two. I'm, like you said, Navy veteran. I have a bachelor's in interior design, which I don't use. Oh my gosh, I did not know. That's what my daughter wants to go to school for. Oh yeah. Yes. It's a fun industry, but it can be, it can be challenging. Sure. Yeah. Um, Love to travel. I am a very strong Christian and I look for ways to meet people where they're at and bring them up if, if possible. I, I really love to connect with people where they are. You have a very warm personality. You can tell that from the minute you meet you. Thank you. And you probably can hear this, or you're if you're watching it on YouTube, you can see it. But if you're listening to this, you can hear your smile. Aw. So Thank you. yes. So so tell me a little bit about uh, about you know serving your community. You're a Navy vet, so that comes pretty natural to you in the sense that you've given to our country. But as far as your community, what do you do in our community? How do you give back? How do you serve our community? My husband and I have owned an airport transportation company in Southwest Florida for 13 years. And I honestly look for the people coming off the airplane that are new to the area and don't know anything about it because I see them as an opportunity to share more than what they thought they were going to get by getting in the vehicle. So I've given real estate tours of town. I have given thousands of recommendations for restaurants, things to do, places mm-hmm. to shop, churches, etc. And it's really my passion to fill the hole. Mm-hmm. I consider myself a hole filler. So if I see one, <laughs> I'm going to fill it. Wonderful. You know, I had to say the whole transportation thing. Uh, we took a trip this summer and we were in, we've never been out of the country and we went to a bunch of different countries. The one country, not as nice as we thought they would be. And then we get off into another. And the minute we got into our cab, we were like, oh my gosh, that's what we're talking about. We wanted to feel welcomed. We wanted to know about what you're talking about, the local stuff. Where should I be going? What should I be seeing? Exactly. Those are things that I think everyone wants to experience, even when you're in your hometown, mm-hmm. because every everyone who lives there has a different experience. Right. So we all have things we could share with one another, but are we? Right. Exactly. We need to be open and think outside of ourselves. Really. Exactly. So now you said you're in business with your husband. Yes. How, how is that? 
awkward sometimes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm in, in business with my husband and I know how that can be. Yes. So I always like to see what someone else's take on that is. We are definitely both type A's. And with him being a Navy veteran as well, we, oh, wow. we have um, we have similar values. We have similar strengths. Mm-hmm. And then our weaknesses are, um, they don't really balance each other out. So it can be hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say that after, you know, 13 years of working together in this industry, we have found the balance that works. I'm the promoter. He is the implementer. Mm-hmm. There's a really good book about being a visionary and being an implementer out there. And I'm, I, we just read the book for our business book club. And now it's, a, it's totally escaping my brain. And it is called, I will get it and I will, will tell you what it is, but it's an amazing book. Okay. And you're either, there's a couple of things you are. I mean, you're an implementer or you're a visionary. Mm-hmm. And you need both mm-hmm. in a business in order for it to work. Yes. Yeah. So, um, and you guys have been doing it for 13 years. Yes. Yes, we have, which is why I started my taco tour, honestly, because my husband is the perfect chauffeur. I mean, that's what the mm-hmm. the airport service really is. He's very precise. He loves to be, um, I, I hate to I hate to say it, but he likes to be in his box in the front seat and put together and not really necessarily conversational. He's professional. Okay. I'm very personable. Mm-hmm. I want to share and give and contribute in conversation if that's something that the guests are open to. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've kind of turned to this joke that I'm not a stuffed shirt. I have a personality. <laughs> and that's why I started my taco tour. That so. is funny. And we're going to get into the taco tour here. The name of the book, I had to look it up because oh, yes. it was going to drive me crazy. It's called Rocket Fuel. Okay. Definitely a recommended read. And we'll put that in the show notes here, but it's talking about the implementer and the, and the visionary. I can't wait to read it. So... <laughs> Taco tour. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about your taco tour. Okay. So what is a taco tour? I mean, I love tacos. Don't get me wrong. I, but I'm your, I'm your basic, basic taco person. Okay. I want ground beef. I know. She's rolling her eyes at me. Or not really. She's I'm like, cringing oh. in shame. I know, right? Ground beef, cheese, and sour cream. That's it. That's like that. That stops there. Well, I, I, I always giggle at people. Like last night I had a tour for uh, it was 12 people and uh, there were a couple of them there that said basically the same thing mm-hmm. to me. We ate before we came because we weren't sure what oh to expect. My. With tacos, and that is sacrilegious. It's a little sacrilegious, <laughs> but I understand they're going to places they've never heard of mm-hmm. to try foods they've never heard of and didn't know what to expect. So at the end of the tour, I said, what do you think the difference between the tacos and the foods that I fed you tonight mm-hmm. versus what you thought Mexican food is. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't believe the difference. And I said, because there is an actual cuisine. Mexican is an actual cuisine. Mm-hmm. And if you have never experienced it, then you really just don't know what you're missing. And that's okay. And there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. But I'm excited to show you if right. you're willing to try. So what does the taco tour do? What Walk me through a tour. So... I'd like to just share quickly how I got the idea. Um, In in San Diego, California, Austin, Texas, places like that, they have these tours called walking taco tours. Mm -hmm. And you'll meet up with a tour guide and they'll walk you because there's multiple restaurants and tortillerias and locations where you can just walk from one to the next. Down here in Southwest Florida, we can't do that. Mm -hmm. They're not close (laughs) enough to walk to unless you're, you know, 
hardcore. Right. So I, because we're chauffeurs and we have the vehicles, I said, well, I can put together a driven food tour where Mm -hmm. I take them and drive them from one location to the next. So on the tour, we go to four locations. We have food at three, and then the fourth one is a dessert tour, mm-hmm. dessert to end the tour. And it's a, it you have you really only get one taco on the whole tour. I'm giving you authentic dishes at each place that you may have never even heard of, but they're delicious. They're so good, and you'll go back guaranteed for more. Do you pick the food? I but do. Okay, so you have a set menu of what you're going to give them when you go to wherever you're going. I do. I pace them because if. Everybody orders what they want at the first place. They won't have room for the second, third, or fourth. <laughs> That'd be me. Right. And I'm like, give me the nachos. Right. Give me the guac. Right. Okay. So you take them to authentic mm-hmm. restaurants. Yes. Authentic. Wow. That sounds really cool. When we come back uh, from our break, we're going to talk a little bit about innovative thinking. And and really, I know you said why you kind of did it, but let's talk about the why and um We'll come back and we'll be right back talking with Liz. Is your closet overflowing or maybe your kids' closets are as well? Or maybe you just want to redecorate your home. If you're wondering what to do with all that stuff that you've accumulated, well, you can bring it all to True Fashionistas or even ship it to them for free and they'll sell you sell your unwanted items for you. They take away all the hassle by doing all the work and all you have to do is sit back and collect your money. You can reach out to them online at truefashionistas.com, come into the store or check them out on Facebook or Instagram, and that's truefashionistas.com. All right, friends, we are now back with Liz Valdez, and she's our guest today. And as we talked at the top of the show, she's a Navy veteran. She's an innovative thinker and a leader who intentionally creates opportunities and finds a way to serve her community. And so far, I'm amazed at all that you've done. So we're talking about the taco tour and how that came about. And let's talk more about that. You know, you are an innovative thinker. You've kind of rethought a lot of things that you were doing and, and, you know, Hey, I'm not a stuffed shirt. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a personality. Yeah. I need to be out talking to people. I'm that type a personality that you can't just put me behind a computer. Right. Let's talk about that. Yes. I, I love that um, you identified that one thing about me that everyone misses, my boldness. Um, <laughs> I, I know that I'm a leader. Uh, it took me a while to accept that about myself. How did you realize that you were a leader? Because sometimes people, it's right in front of them. Well, But what is that? Like, how did I know that? How did you know that? And I didn't. That would be okay. the question I would, you know, ponder. And I do quite a bit because it took me so many years to really accept that about myself. Mm-hmm. I've had people over the course of my life say, you're so gifted. You have amazing leadership abilities, but it wasn't enough evidence for me to believe it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And I went to a leadership convention and they put us through an exercise where essentially in a nutshell, everyone in the room votes for the people that they feel have created the most impact in that short period of time that we were there together. And I was one of the top 10. Wow. It's not surprising. Well, it was to me. And I just, I mean, I literally have just met you and I can tell that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was. So that was overwhelming evidence for me because there were 76 people in the room and so many of them voted for me. And it was, it was kind of an eye opener. Mm -hmm. And it also made me feel ashamed in, not in a bad way, but just kind of like, wow, you know, how many years have I just been blind to this? Mm -hmm. So, 
that was just a few years ago and I have accepted and, and now I'm looking for ways to implement leadership wherever I can. Wow. You know, you said evidence and this Christian song comes into my head. I see the evidence in his goodness and, mm-hmm. and you're right here. Oh, thank you. So yeah. that, that's so cool. So you were talking about innovation. How do you get into that space of innovation? Like how, what gets you to your place of creativity in, in anything that you're doing? Because we all have a process. Mm-hmm. We, you know, is it locking yourself in a room for a couple of hours just doing that or what gets you to that place? For me, it's movement. Movement creates innovation and creativity in my own brain. And so whether that looks like me driving uh, or it looks like me riding my bicycle or walking, just my physical body moving in some sort, Mm -hmm. it gets my brain going. And it's also another Christian song comes to mind. He's in the waiting. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you how many times I have had a problem I'm trying to solve and by simply waiting, mm-hmm. the answer came to me, and it was the solution that I had been looking for. So sometimes it's just it's waiting, but also putting yourself in a place of forward movement physically, mm-hmm. and your brain will match that. And it goes back to it doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. That's right. So when it's time, that's when it will happen, because we all try to push ourselves through. You see goal A, and you want this goal but you don't know how to get there and you push, push and push and it's just not happening. Mm-hmm. You get frustrated. You Some people quit. Some people just push harder. And if it wasn't meant to be now, it's not going to be now. Right. It could be the right thing at the wrong time. Absolutely. Or and it could be the wrong that. thing at the right time too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've all had that happen. What, what, what would be your advice for that? Uh, go back to the starting board mm-hmm. and, and really examine the principles that you began with, why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. Because many times I find I have made mistakes because my motive was incorrect. Mm-hmm. And I've pushed into a project or a commitment with somebody that I shouldn't have because I, I wasn't willing to wait at the time and mm-hmm. I was afraid of what the alternative would look like. And and we were just talking before this, this podcast actually about being afraid, mm-hmm. about being afraid. Like, you're sitting down with yourself going, okay, really, why am I afraid? Right? And and maybe putting it on paper mm-hmm. and, and go, well, okay, afraid number one, two, and three. Okay, I have answers to all of those. So I shouldn't be afraid anymore. Right. I should just do it. And like we said, start before you're ready. Absolutely. Because otherwise you just sit and ruminate about it and not sure how to move on. Right. So I have one more question. How do you protect your space to be creative and innovative. You said you like to get to keep moving. Mm-hmm. How do you protect that so you don't have all, you know, I, we have kids, both of us have kids, but how do you protect that time for you so that you can take that time to be creative and just be with you? I prioritize it first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. It has to happen first thing in the morning or it doesn't happen at all. And so if that's the most important thing to my family, it, it needs to be. For me to be full, I've Mm -hmm. got to take care of me. It's the oxygen mask theory. Then I've got to move forward into taking care of me first. Mm -hmm. And then I have what I need to do for others, for my business, et cetera. So it happens first thing in the morning immediately. That's great advice because it's like working out, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Yes. It's done at the beginning of the day. Mm -hmm. You know you don't have to do it when you get home from work, but this sets you up for success during your day. Yes. You know what's on the agenda. Right. Right. 
Are you a pen and paper girl or are you on your phone? I'm a pen and paper girl. I have stacks of notebooks. I have no idea what's in them. Oh my God. A girl after my own heart. I love it because I do the same thing. (laughs) And I can't get rid of any of them because I know they're full of amazing things. Mm -hmm. So I was just turned on to a thing called Remarkable. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of Remarkable? I think so. So somebody I know was using it just a couple days ago and I remember seeing it in an ad on, you know, those Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And it's a digital notebook that literally, if it's just sitting here on your desk, it looks like a notebook. Hmm. But you can download the stuff to your computer and put it into a Word document. Oh. And I went, "Mm, I don't know. I still love, I'm tactile, like reading a book. But you could print it. (laughs) Yeah, I could. (laughs) Okay, I think I'm sold, right? (laughs) I mean, that defeats the purpose, but you know. It does, but it's just so cool. Pen and paper, I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Are there any parting words for our audience today, Liz? Parting words. If you are looking for inspiration, you already have everything you need. I love that. That's awesome. So if our guests would like to get a hold of you, how can they do so? They can visit my website, www.drivenfoodietours.com. They can call me at 866-EAT-SOUTHWESTFLORIDA, SWFL. I love it. Or they can email me at drivenfoodietours at gmail.com. Fabulous. Thank you so much, Liz, for being on today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It was a fun, a fun episode. And thanks again for friends. Thanks again, friends, for tuning into the Fashionista Life. I'm your host, Jennifer Johnson, and this has been brought to you by True Fashionistas. Make your day fabulous. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Fashionista Life. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. That helps others find the show, and we really appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode of The Fashionista Life.